Welcome back to the Work Miha podcast, a place for mujeres motivated to cultivate the life they deserve. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, founder of Work Miha, an apparel and accessories brand for Latinas who unapologetically celebrate their culture through empowering and relatable messages. Thank you for joining me and enjoy these inspiring conversations. Hello and welcome. Today I'm joined by Michelle Barrio Nuevo Mazzini. Michelle is a first generation Latina from San Francisco and the creative founder of Casita Michi, a brand that celebrates cultura through empowering and sustainable candles. With the lack of representation in the home of fragrance space, Michelle set out to create a product that would empower her comunidad to be seen and feel seen. Casita Minchi candles provide a sense of worth, the nostalgia of home, and the feeling that you belong. Valuing women empowerment, self-love, social good, and viewing self-care as an absolute necessity versus a luxury. I'm so excited to have her here on the podcast today and learn more about her journey. So welcome, welcome, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here, Sochil. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm excited. I've been following Michelle for a while via Instagram, the social medias. I feel like that's where I meet most people. That's where I feel like that's where we connect. So <laughs> right? I'm so glad. And I'm now even more excited to have her here on the podcast as I've just seen so much happening. So we've got to, we've got to hear it all. But before we get to learn more about Michelle's a journey, we like to get a little astrological here on the Work Me Hot podcast and get to know our founders a little bit more. So Michelle was kind enough to share what we call our top three here on the podcast, which is our sun, moon, and rising signs. So Michelle is a fellow Gemini sun. Yes. <laughs> I love me and my yep. Gemini's. I just keep finding gra- them. <laughs> we, gravitate. we gravitate to each other. That's yes. what it is. <laughs> yes. You will always find a flock of Gemini's. It's rare you'll find a group of the other signs, but it is a chatty, chismosa time when we have our Gemini's here on the podcast. They are chatty, quick-witted, outgoing, adaptable people. Now, for her moon sign, which rules your body and your emotions, this is an interesting one with the Gemini fun-loving sun, we have a Capricorn moon. I am quite familiar with these Capricorn moons. (laughs) They can have a kind of serious tone to them, that responsible nature, um, logical, methodical, practical people tend to maybe keep those emotions under check, but very steady, reliable responsible people so i don't know how you balance out that fun there it's that 60 40 girl <laughs> you know it's like you gotta keep one a little bit up there and the other one a little there you know so it's it's so true mm-hmm, when you dive mm-hmm. into these things you're like that is me <laughs> like... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's crazy and finally her rising sign which is your motivation for life um is actually a fiery aries sign so we're just having a little bit more fun here in the top three and our aries risings they're just a brave opinionated independent people very powerful and commanding presence and for some it can seem intimidating for those of us who love it we love it so but i also wanted to mention when you sent me this because as i said i asked uh uh, you know, all the other people I have here on the podcast. And because I am Cheese Monster, I love to collect that data. The, you are the fourth 
candle person I have had here on the podcast and the fourth candle person who has a fiery rising sign. That has been the common denominator for my candle like the makers. Word. Just the right? word yeah. and the association mm-hmm. and the correlation is very much for me like a full circle moment because when you find out those things, you're like, this makes even more sense without... <laughs> No knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even that combo with like uh I want to say moon, but in general, like that earth and fire combo. That's funny. I was like, ooh, wow. Okay, okay. We we're, we're collecting data here on the podcast. This is why I like to do these things. That's some good <laughs> that's some good data. Ah, <laughs> okay. Well, now that we got to know Michelle a little bit astrologically, Michelle, can you tell me more about who you are and what were you doing before Casita Michi Candle started? Yeah, that's great. So who am I? I am unapologetically Latina. As I think a lot of like my close immediate friends um, have told me for years, I'm the person that walks in the room and I'm going to make sure you know, like I'm Latina, I'm loud, I'm proud, all in the most humbling, kindest, but unapologetic way. And I've just always been like that. I think that I'm so grateful that my mother from a very young age, my immigrant mother instilled in me that I can be both American and both Latina, you know, and be proud of that, you know, and be proud of my cultura. So I would say in a nutshell, that's who I am. That's who I feel like every day I walk into the, you know, trying to be the best version of myself and just embracing everything who I am when people see me. And then prior to Casita, I've actually been an event planner for a little over 17 years and I fell into this because of pandemic. So I had, um, I still have it. So I have another small business where I've been doing planning and designing weddings, events, corporates. Um, I've planned over 500 events in my lifetime, destination events, local events, um, a very beautiful career that I was very proud of. Um, and I loved and the pandemic hit and bye-bye goes my career. (laughs) So, you know, bye-bye goes my career. And as a creative and as a small business person, um, you know, I hadn't been in a corporate or just like a regular retail job in a very long time. And so that was not something that I could see myself going back to. And I wanted something that I could Mm -hmm. do from home um, while taking care of my son, who's, um, you know, I continue to homeschool. So all those things were really important for me, being able to work at home, being able to balance my own time, be in charge of my own time, um, my space, my rules, all of that is, is, you know, I think a lot of people, there's the people that lead, there's the people that follow, there's the people that enjoy working for somebody else. And there's the people that don't, you know, and I have figured out, um, I don't enjoy working for other people. It's not that I can't, you know, um, I just don't enjoy it, you know, because I'm just so full of, um, ideas and things that I want to do. And so, um, I have always found candles very therapeutic. Um, I have always had a ton of candles in my life. Um, Just, you know, everywhere in my home, you walk in. And so um, Casita Michi truly came about because I saw white space in the market, you know, that was not being filled. Um, I was looking at all the candles that I buy or treated myself to. And obviously some were affordable, some were a little bit more expensive um, and figuring out what I enjoyed about them and why I bought them, you know? And then when I started looking and diving in more deeper about the branding part, I realized there was nothing really speaking to um, my culture, to me, you know, nothing that was really empowering or just had that kind of Spanglish twist to it. And so the light bulb went off one day and um, I wish I can pinpoint when that was, but I was just sitting there and it just kind of sparked in me, you know, and I'm the type of person when something sparks, 
I, I do think things through, but I think with this one, I just said, I'm going to do it. And here we are. <laughs> wow. The Aries rising impulsiveness went in. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's that, that you are so assured yourself and so confident that like mm-hmm. you have this idea that you're like, okay. And then you dive in and you do your research and you really realize there isn't anything out there like that. You know, I'm so fortunate that fast forward to now there is I am friends with a lot of other fellow Latina candle makers. And I think it's a beautiful thing to mm-hmm. see that now. But a few years ago, I did not see that. You know, I did not see mm-hmm. um, our culture represented in the form of a candle, which signifies to me self-care, spirituality, balance, and so many other things. Yeah. And also, do you feel like, I think, I feel like jumping into something like that is a lot harder for people who maybe haven't um, taken on or been part of any sort of entrepreneurial journey. I feel like that's a big thing. So the fact that you were already kind of doing that and specifically doing that in event planning, which I know is probably very Very chaotic. (laughs) It's it's very chaotic. Like it's, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I used to actually teach the local class at my city college in San Francisco. And there was a lot of students that would leave and tell me, thank you. This is amazing class. I'm not going to be an event planner. This is, this is a lot. (laughs) But I'm glad I took your class to realize that. And people don't realize like, it's not just all magic, pretty wands and unicorns and rainbows. Um, There's a lot of work. So yeah, full disclosure. I tell people that I feel like Casita Michi, the success it's found, it's 17 years in the making. And I always say that whenever I'm speaking to people, whenever I'm on, I'm fortunate to be on podcasts or things like this. I tell people that understand I've been 17 years hustling and grinding to try to make a business successful and Mm -hmm. we'll try to be visible because in my under industry, uh, when I first started, um, I was the token Latina that that was the reality, you know, in Mm. a service based industry, um, that was predominantly dominated, um, you know, by white people in in the Bay area. Um, you know, you thought of a wedding planner and it was like a white girl. I'm very cute. It wasn't Mm JLo at the time. So, um, uh, (laughs) yeah. And so I feel like, I was trailblazing in that industry and I did some amazing things, um, but it was very much a token. And so all of those things, um, you know, kind of led me to where I'm at today. You know, it was very different starting a product-based business. I did have to learn a lot of the nuts and bolts of that. But in terms of the business savvy aspect, I was very fortunate that I was able to draw um, some inspiration and guidance from my previous business, the do's and don'ts of what not to do. For sure. And I feel like just after coming from event planning is like piece of cake, like, or, you know, not even piece of cake, but just like, it's not as stressful or the fact that you would choose something that's supposed to like be a little bit yeah. more soothing. Um, One would think. So, but yeah, switch. Yeah. Right. Switching from service based to a product based business, similar elements, but definitely some different tweaking and different like things starting with like platform, you know, like a lot of product-based businesses are like, okay, so we want to obviously have a way for people to buy our products. And there's different avenues you can go. You can create your own website. You can start on Etsy. You can, you know, do um, drop shipping. There's different avenues. And I see that you have yours on Etsy. Um, So for you, what was that thought process? Um, Why did it make sense for you at the time? And how has that really yeah, that you. is a really great question that I feel that nobody really asked. And so I'm happy to share. Um, I was very strategic and intentional. I, till this date, um, don't have a website. I will be launching one soon. Um, but 
Uh, I was very strategic because when you have a website, you have to drive followers and to drive followers, you have to have followers. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes we go in businesses where the business savvy aspect is how do we gain those followers? And you have to gain traction first. And a lot of people go, and if you don't have the investment like big corporations to really spend, you know, 15 to 30,000 on branding, most of the time you're bootstrapping it. And your initial branding is something that you DIY'd or maybe invested a couple of thousand dollars in. And so again, you're still not going to get that traction off the bat. You know, you're probably going to get it from your circle of friends. So for me, when I say that it was very strategic, I knew that first, before I created a website, I wanted to create traction and I wanted to create organic visibility through social media, through Etsy. I really enjoyed Etsy because I think it's been a platform where I can find other small businesses and crafters that I've supported from. Like I buy products from there still to this Mm -hmm. day. I buy, I bought something from there yesterday, you know, so it's a platform that I believed in and I supported. And so um, be what it may be, you know, I think that for me, I took that route because I knew like, okay, I'm not there yet in my head. I want to be there, but I'm Mm -hmm. not there yet. So let me do this. Let me do social media. Let me spread the word. They're going to help me with my algorithm. Yes. You're paying a lot in fees, but at the end of the day, it's they're marketing it for you, you know, through the algorithm, through the keyword Mm -hmm. listings and all of that, they're doing all of that for you that I was not again, service and product based. I was not savvy in that aspect coming on board of how to properly market a product based business when I first started. So um, I definitely just chose to do Etsy and then have my social media presence. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot through that. So actually like in just, I, I, I will be, I turned two years old in November. So um, that was just a few months ago. And um, I feel confident enough now that I have an organic following that I can put a website out there and have a really beautiful presence. But I I am very happy. I don't regret that decision. I'm very happy that I waited, that I did it that way. I have grown organically. I don't have, you know, 10 or even 5,000 followers. But to me, I don't measure my success by that because I've been fortunate to be very successful with this business. And I think it's because of the way that I've gone about storytelling and sharing my brand. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And thank you for sharing that because I feel like that's definitely a question for a lot of people. Where do I start? What is my strategy? And Etsy is definitely a strategy or it's really like play to your strengths, right? Or what do you want to focus on? Is your strength uh, marketing? Do you have money to market, you know, or do you want to focus on, you know, crafting and making, you know, your product? You want to put more into your product? You want to put more into your marketing? And Etsy is definitely an amazing platform to start on. And I remember even for me, like when I would um, order, I was into like planner stickers and Etsy was like the hub for like planner stickers. But a lot of those businesses, you know, started and have grown that following into their own, you know, platform. And I have happily followed, but also there are some people who are just like, oh, you have a cute little Etsy shop. Like, uh-huh. Ain't nothing little about mm-hmm. this. There's a, <laughs> no, there's some six figure, seven figure Etsy Boom. shops out there who maybe yes. still just haven't done it. I don't it. think a lot of people realize that, that there's, there's people that I follow no. that are now on YouTube that started on Etsy and, um, yeah, they're making over 20K a month on Etsy. So um, there's a market for everyone. You have to figure it out. It's very controversial sometimes. There's mm-hmm. some people are like, why I left Etsy? Why I stayed? I am actually still going to stay with Etsy. So even though I create my website and that's going to be launching soon, for me, 
I'm at a point now where you want to be visible in as many places as possible. When you have gained that traction, when you have gained that visibility, because think about it, there's people that have favorited my shop on Etsy and I don't want to lose them. Even if I try to drive them Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people on Etsy that maybe don't even have social media. So they favorited my shop. They go back, they continue to buy products from Etsy because in their head, that's what they're used to. I don't want to take away that experience from them, you know? So I truly believe Mm -hmm. similar to social media, just like on Instagram, you have a certain audience and on TikTok, you have another. It's the same with Etsy and your website. You have an audience for Etsy and you have an audience that's going to go directly to your website, you know? And I, I think that both are practical in whichever way you decide to use them. It's true. Or also, if one platform goes down, guess what? You're available on the other ones. You know how many times Instagram Mm. has a glitch? Say something happens to Shopify. (laughs) Or just with the pandemic in general. Like, there's a lot of businesses who are focusing on brick and mortar stores. And guess what? People weren't going into stores. So what happened to their revenue there? So having those multiple revenue streams. And I think that also you have a huge... Um, company like Etsy that has the backing and has the foundation and the money. Perfect example is during, um, you know, Latinx, um, Latinx Heritage Month last year, I saw my sales. Obviously, I wish those were the sales all year long. But thanks to Etsy, because they highlighted me and they put me on their platform and mm-hmm. they, again, spent the marketing dollars to highlight me on their front page, to highlight me in certain places, I reached new buyers that probably otherwise I would not have been able to reach. You know, and that's, mm-hmm. I just looked at the metrics. I looked at the names. I looked at the reach. And that was all things to Etsy. Mm-hmm. Things to think about. Etsy's things not paying me to, to say all any of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sponsored. Not but please. sponsored. But again, take it with a grain of salt because I know it's controversial. And for some people, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Just because it works for me. It's like, it's like the science of candles, making your own formulas. Mines are proprietary because just because it works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. There's too many variables, you know? And so you just kind of test the market and see what works for you. For sure. And thank you for sharing that. And so Etsy has obviously been great for your marketing. Besides Etsy, like how did you start to market to help generate more sales? Um, And maybe how has that changed? Was there something different that you did that began to really elevate your business I think in the beginning, um, I was really, uh, it's crazy. I'm this Gemini and I'm out there, but you know that for the first few months, I actually didn't want people to know who I was. Not maybe that I didn't want them to know I was. I just did not feel comfortable. I didn't need to be in the camera. I wanted the product to speak for itself. And then I realized here I am sharing the story of empowerment, of my first gen mother, of being raised a Latina. And I felt like in order for me to connect with my audience, they need to start singing me and who I am and they need to start sharing these things. Mm -hmm. So about a few months into it, I started doing that and then going to local pop-ups and local markets. And honestly, I want to give a shout out to just mujeres, other mujeres who other Latinas in specific who have supported me from day one, whether it was two months after starting my business, three months or four months, a lot of those core women um, from pop-ups, from markets, from my local community, from social media have shouted me from the rooftops, have rooted for me from day one and continue to root for me. And they, they, aside from my customers, obviously, those people have helped um, 
my visibility and my traction and sharing. And so that has been really inspiring me for, for me to see empowering, mm-hmm. motivating, um, that through, um, comunidad and community over competition. I'm very big on that. Um, you guys, we can reach masses y'all. We can do big, big things like, and we don't realize the power that we have within ourselves just to just how a little share, how a little shout out, how a little like, how a little forwarding, like, Hey, you're looking for this gift, go here. And so when I stepped out of my own comfort zone, um, and started doing those things for my business, um, Again, because I only had Etsy at the time and Instagram, I wasn't even on TikTok yet or other things. All of those things went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I say here on the podcast a lot that Senora oh word of mouth because we're some chismosa, okay? Like the reality is, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and if we like something, how many times are we going to tell you, girl? Let me tell you, I'm like that with like my eye elixir, okay? <laughs> like I have an eye elixir mm-hmm. that I swear off of from my girl Gisela Untamed Natural and I tell people like in public I'll be like they're like oh what do you do for your bags I'm like oh the minute in the morning I use like we're that type of person we're gonna shout it from the rooftops because if we mm-hmm. feel like it's working and we love it why not que nos cuesta you know like que nos cuesta just mm-hmm. like drop a little name drop a little this and so so many people along the way have done that for me mm-hmm. and in general it's also like while we don't realize we're doing it it's that customer referral you, you're gonna listen to your amiga you're gonna you know listen that's a person who is really gonna kind of help you generate those sales without them maybe even realizing it. There's like, I just love this product and I wanna talk about it. And someone, it's like, oh, I know you, so I'm gonna trust you and I'm gonna buy that product now. And it just creates like a whole snowball effect of all these new customers and all these yeah, chismosas getting you know, together, spreading words, the word. Like, <laughs> it has some weight, it has merit, you know? And it's like, if you got people out here listening to damn celebrities, okay, who are getting paid for this, come on, y'all. Like, sorry, like, I'm not gonna go buy something because it's endorsed by a celebrity straight up that's just me okay i'm not i'm not faulting anybody that does that but i rather do it from my comadre and my friend who like you know i I got bougie friends i got natural friends and so it's like i always make a joke like some of my bougie friends i'm like oh she wouldn't she wouldn't steer me wrong (laughs) she wouldn't steer me wrong so she said it's good i'm like i know it's good you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. support your friends like you support those celebrities (laughs) oh my gosh that's that's awesome to know like that's how you've really grown and so much and i was super excited to see last latinx heritage month in september your candles were available for purchase it's actually in macy's now, so we ah! debuted um in september of 2021 we are going on a beautiful partnership Ooh, okay. for two years so still rocking with them they're still rocking with us we're still rocking with them and that i mean that till this day yeah it's crazy it's still one of those moments where well you want to know how it happened it's amazing i'm like okay look like for those okay drop the yeah, how did it happen heard, okay so uh end of june early july of 2021 i get this email in my inbox i'm gonna be honest some people have heard this i thought it was a fake email 
straight up. Okay. I thought it was a fake email because she started off like, I'm a buyer for Macy's. Me and my team think your candles are amazing. I'm like, who's punking me today? You know, like who's tricking me? And so I remember being on the phone with a friend of mine and I was like, you know, sometimes you're cheating me. I know what your friend, but you're also checking emails. So I was doing that. And I was like, oh my God, Bianca, Mm -hmm. girl, I got this email. Okay. Tell me why my friend she was already having this whole like vision, like you're going to be, I'm like, girl, we don't even know if this email is real, but she already went like from (laughs) zero to a hundred. Like you're going to be in Macy's. You're going to be this blah, 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 blah. Okay. Mind you just off of initial email. I was like, slow your roll. We don't know if this email is real. Um, I sat on the email for 24 hours. Do not ever do this. People don't follow me in this aspect. So I sat on this email and then I was like, you know, Michelle, let me Google this person. And I'm big on Googly people when they reach out like for projects or collabs. Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. So I Googled her and I was like, Oh, she real. She real, real. Um, I was like, Oh, she's, she's like a buyer. Red, Like it's real. You know, when you see LinkedIn and other stuff, I was like, yeah, I might need to respond to this. So, but even that I was so nervous because I had, n- I had not saw that for my business. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fully transparent. It's not that I did not think this business y'all was started to feel a creative, um, outlet for myself and avoid in the market for my community. Okay. So it was definitely a labor of love project that I was very much enjoying, but I was not even a year. I was what, this is now eight months later from the time of launching a year after then, you know, thought mm-hmm. and this stuff doesn't happen to people like us every day. Solchi. like, at least I've been conditioned to feel like stuff like this does not happen mm-hmm. to people like who look like me. You know, um, and mm-hmm. so I had to pause before I reply. Um, that's the thinking through. I want mm-hmm. sometimes I'm impulsive, but sometimes I need to plan things out, you know, and yeah, <laughs> figure out what I'm going to say, because I'm obviously shocked. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, my God. But then I don't <laughs> even know if I'm ready for that. So there was all these different type of emotions yeah. going on, because here I am very much still very small business home-based and I was in my kitchen I wasn't even in my my garage at the time like just like wow I responded um that led to a series of zooms and meetings with her and her team and um that led to an eventual rollout a few months later um and Mm -hmm. uh I initially rolled out online in September of 2021 and then by December, I was in stores. So New York, Chicago, Texas, and San Francisco. And um, wow. it was walking that December into the Macy's that, um, you know, I grew up looking at in, in in San Francisco and going to, like, it was a treat on the holidays. You'd go because it's done up really pretty. And it was a really treat just to go there mm. and kind of walk inside and stuff. Not that my mom shopped there, but like... Well, she did on white holiday sales and all those sales. <laughs> she, she sure did. <laughs> but um, walking into that store and then seeing my candles on shelves, um, seeing a chingona candle, a candle in Spanish, um, it was very surreal. It's still a moment that I think back to, and I can't believe I did that. I can't, you know, everything in my head that I set out to do with intention of what mm-hmm. I wanted, but I never imagined to that extent, you know, so everything you're, you're, you're looking Mm -hmm. at this and it's like, wow, it's just, and so I went with my daughter and I shared that moment with her. Um, and it's still to this day, I'm very grateful, um, for our partnership 
They continue to be really great and strong partners. They believe in my brand. They believe in my product. They have, um, they have learned to work with me, understanding that, you know, I'm not out here making thousands of candles every single day in a huge manufacturing plant. Um, I've now converted my garage into obviously a manufacturing studio. Um, we can now do produce hundreds of candles, but they have always been very kind and patient and willing to work with my capabilities, um, understanding, you know, that if you are also trying to um, be on the forefront of representation and provide more shelf space to those underrepresented and marginalized communities, you also need to work with them and you need to understand their capacity. And so for that, I am grateful that Macy's has been a very good partner um, in that aspect. I feel very safe and secure and um, well communicated with my team of buyers. And I'm just so grateful that has been received. This is another place. So she like, I'm just so grateful that it has reached people that probably didn't know of me. And it's been so well received that I continue mm -hmm. to sell out. Last year, we shipped the most candles ever to them in September and um, they were sold out three weeks before Christmas and it was the most, yeah, humbling wow. and blessing and great moment for me. So as long as we continue spending and our buying dollars are there, we're showing these big retailers that there is a market for this and there are people that want this. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love that it, it wasn't something that it was like, okay, it's, you know, Atlantic Heritage Monster just for this I month thought, and then, I you know. I thought that was going to be the case. <laughs> and when they continued to rock with me, it really showed me who they were. And uh, it really showed mm -hmm. me my capability, my reach, you know, and I think that they're realizing that I think that more and more um, these big retailers are realizing, um, you know, our buying dollars are huge. They're important. They're huge. They mean a lot. Um, you know, whether we are the token or not, um, and they're just capitalizing on this as long as they understand. And this is, this is where it starts. It's like, you know, you're like, mm -hmm. you're going to plant it and you're going to watch it grow. And that's where we're at in the society right now. And, and it's very beautiful for me to see all these other Latina brands now, um, like Nopalera, um, you know, and, and mm -hmm. resource curls and seeing them on shelves. It's important for little brown girls like me, just straight up. Like I'm in, I'm in mm -hmm. my forties, but I don't care if it took this long. I'm seeing it. It's happening. And it's just helping our next generation realize that they really can do anything. Mm -hmm. It's important for them to see something as possible. Because if you can't see it, how can you yeah. like... Because you don't know what's attainable. Right? And again, we've been conditioned. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say we, because in my generation, you know, like we've been conditioned to feel like we don't belong in said spaces. And I know now that I do. And this process, not even my planning mm -hmm. business, even though I, I broke down doors and barriers there, this process of Casita Michi has more than ever made me realize I absolutely 110% belong in these spaces. And I'm needed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and, yeah, I have something yeah. that's yeah. needed. Mm-hmm. And did you ever ask, like, so how did um, you find me? You know, like, was it the buyer? So was she, it she did an was organic it? search. And I'm pretty sure through the algorithm oh, wow. of Etsy, that's how she found me. Because at the time, mm. think about it, it wasn't anywhere else, you know? So I think that when you have that, you you can go on Google Images and then things will pop up organically. And so she had not mm -hmm. seen anything else. And for her to even, you know, a year later tell me that I was such a white space in the market. And even though she now has seen other, you know, obviously candle brands owned by Latinos or Latinas, um, 
that she still at the time did not see something quite like mine, the one empowering word, you know, and that it was in Spanish and that I had the AKA, um, you know, and that was really to reach out to those um, that don't speak Spanish. It was for the Nosabo kids. I didn't want them to feel any less of who they mm. are just because they don't, I speak Spanish fluently, but if you don't, you can still buy a poderosa San Chingo on a candle. You can still embrace that. You can still rock with that. You know, that's who you, yeah, that's you who you learn. are, you know? And it's like, I don't want to take that away. Mm -hmm. So the AKA wasn't even like for los gringos. It was for my no sabo kids, you know, like enjoy this, you know? And it's really my candles for anyone that wants to just support um, you know, our cultura is an ally um, and just enjoys a quality product made with like the same love mm -hmm. I did two years ago. It's still I'm still making it with the same love and intention. Mm -hmm. And so what we took from that also, people get that SEO together. Etsy SEO, your website, tagging SEO, your photos, you never, all pop, of that, pop tagging up. them, putting words on your products that if you were a consumer, what would you be typing in? If you were to buy that product, I think that sometimes we don't know how to step out. Like I'm not buying my candles, somebody else's. So if I were to be that somebody else, what would I want to see? And it's making sure that your story is coming across the way that you would want to see it, that you're reaching the audience that you really want to reach. Mm -hmm. Also, what the Nosabo kids yeah. are putting in, everybody. <laughs> and I know it's very <laughs> controversial of what we want to call ourselves. So, again, tag your products, Latine, Latinx, Latin, whatever you want to identify at, because there's no right or wrong. I think we just got to allow all of us to identify the way we identify. But as a business person, I have learned that you need to encompass all of that. And that inclusivity mm -hmm. is whether, however you feel, if you don't identify as that, I identify as Latina, but I use Latinx, Latine and all of that because I do want to make sure that I'm inclusive and I'm creating a product that is also equally as inclusive for everybody in my community. So just an important mm -hmm. tip, oh, I love you know, that. you I don't need that. to identify or embrace that, but when you are doing smart marketing, think about all those different demographics and how they might identify us. Mm-hmm. It's not just marketing. It's not just putting mm -hmm. up a photo. It's smart marketing and like strategic marketing. That's how you're really going to yeah. see that growth and be found. Look, <laughs> you know, what you were trying. You trying. <laughs> That's wild. And so, you know, you have candles on Etsy, on Macy's, like, you know, from pop-ups to you know, your customers to like, hold, like, do you yeah. just stay in the candles? Like, all Girl, day? Well, that's what I last year. Cause obviously we also are now, we're so grateful we're in smaller retailers. Um, last year, um, you know, we picked up a few new retailers. So we made it into, um, a mercado in, um, North Carolina. And as my husband said, I didn't even know there was Latinos in North Carolina. I was like, and it's crazy. No, it's true. No, it's true. When I talked to the person buying it, she was like, there really isn't, but we have this Mercado. We love your stuff. And um, we're so grateful for that. And then we made it into the Museum of South Texas History. And this cute older lady called Ooh. me and she was the sweetest thing, totally old school. And she shared the story about being on the border near Mexico and feeling like when she found my candles, they would be something that, you know, she thought would be very significant and cultural. So even when somebody outside of our community understands that, respects that and see that, it's such a humbling. So yeah, last year it felt like that's all I was doing. I was, I, I continued to run two businesses. I like disclosing that 
um, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a part of who I am, you know, um, I'm a small business owner te- through and through. And so I'm running my two businesses full time, you know, building one up. Um, you know, I do hope to get the candle business to a point where I might retire from my planning business. I still do the other one because it is a, a source of income. Um, my husband quit his full-time job last February when he saw how well Casita Michi was doing. So he quit his corporate job to fulfill this full-time with me. It was the, the most scariest decision um, we ever made. You know, we yeah. have a mortgage and bills to pay um, and kids. And um, But I never looked back. And I'm proud to say that here we are a year pretty much a year later from the time he quit and we had the six month rule. If it weren't, didn't work out, your ass was going to go back to work. <laughs> I love you, but you got to go make that corporate. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but here we are a, a year later and, um, it's very beautiful to see that my two small businesses are supporting my family and, um, supporting my dreams. So it's very true when people say you're supporting, you're not just supporting a small business, you're helping somebody support their dreams and pay their bills. That is very much when you are buying a product, you're buying into this, this family dream. Everybody like my 11 year old puts the warning labels on all of our candles and he gets paid. Y'all, okay. We give him a little, we give him a little salary, a little <laughs> incentive, you know, but we want to yeah. teach him worth ethics and obviously <laughs> see and take pride in the family business. And so, um, yeah, my husband does now a lot of the production side. So I still do the formulating. He does a lot of the Mm. inventory quality control and production. Um, I do the face-to-face interacting, um, securing more wholesale accounts, interacting with people. And I'm really excited of where this is going. Um, There's a lot of exciting things coming up this year. And I wouldn't be in this position if it weren't for the the amazing last year that we had, that we reached so many people through wholesale. And yes, it felt like we were pouring candles. There was months where, you know, we didn't take days off. Um, We had conversations. I'm not saying it's healthy for everybody, but we had conversations of what that was going to look like. If we just took maybe one day off, if we Mm -hmm. grinded hard for two weeks, could we take two weeks off? And so there's was all those conversations you have to understand the bigger picture. But I think that when you're chasing a dream, um, it's very much okay to go after that in whatever way works best for you. And so it was conversations I had with my husband. Um, you know, we wanted to take two weeks off during Christmas. So we went hard. We, we went really hard for three months after, before that. And now, you know, we're taking a little break because we got a lot of new things in the works. It's pretty exciting. That's exciting. And also it's just very much, you can't do it all no. yourself, right? It takes I can't. A team. And when you realize as a Gemini, <laughs> you know that that's hard because we think we can. We And we probably can. Okay. So not for nothing. We probably can. Is it the healthiest thing? No. <laughs> Is it the best thing? And no. I have learned from my physical, emotional, mental well-being. It is okay to stop, to pause, to reset. Um, I don't want to be that person that just tells other people to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this because I have recently taken the last month and a half off to focus on my health, both physical and mental. And that was really hard for somebody like me. My nail person even said, uh, how are you coping? Cause he knows that's hard. He's like, that's hard for someone like you. Cause I'm constantly like ideas, Gemini, like we sleep with little notebooks next to us and we have all these ideas and we're like, we're going to do this, 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 this. And we want to do all these things mm-hmm. and they come from a really good place. And we probably can do all those things, but to what extent and what's the sacrifice, you know, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't come with sacrifices, but I'm looking at this newer generation and I'm seeing that they're becoming successful without the hustle culture and mentality. And I kind of applaud them. Mm-hmm. I'm not even hating on them. I look at them and I want yeah. to take a little page out their book, you know, and be like, 
oh, so you're saying do less, <laughs> you know, um, and then mm-hmm. you'll be calm and less stressful. And so it doesn't work for everybody, but I am going to take a little page out that book because I realized that you can be highly successful and achieve the things you want. And you don't always have to go hard. It's working smarter, not harder. And so this year we're going to work smarter, not harder. Um, we're going to be more intentional. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's, it's bal it's balance, balance and him helping balance. me has been, it's crazy. It's crazy. Good. Oh girl. How has that see, been as like a married couple? Day. No, 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 no. Um, you know, it has its highs and its lows, but we have. Yeah, I mean, this is something no, no, people it consider, has, but can you, what are the pros being able, cons? like, when him and I talk, I'm talking to him genuinely now. Like, I'm learning even, I don't talk to him like he's my husband. When we're in work mode, I talk to him like he's an employee, you know? I gave him the option in the beginning if he wanted to mm-hmm. be my partner or my employee. He didn't want to be my partner. He chose to be my employee. I'm 100% okay with that. I did give him that option. I am sharing that, and it's probably oversharing, but I don't mind um, because those are things, I see a lot of husband and wife teams, those are things that you guys should be having conversations. There's a difference between a partnership and then somebody works for the partners. My husband wholeheartedly felt like I started this without him, I was the brainchild. I was the visionary. Uh, He just wants to support me. And I'm very grateful for that. So he didn't want to take away from that. He felt like that's not what I needed. Um, He felt like I just needed something that somebody that was going to help me with a lot of the day to day so I can focus on other things to grow the business and keep the business sustainable, you know? And so I appreciate that. And, um, for the most part, I'd say like, yeah, occasionally we're going to have our minor little, you know, now when I walk into what he calls his lab, you know, um, he doesn't want me messy with things. And I was like, (laughs) let's not forget who started this business, but he has his way of like, He has a system. He has a system of like when he pours, how he pours, where he keeps all of that stuff. And so um, sometimes I'm like, but I just want to pour candles. Let me do what I want to do. You know? And so we work together. And I would say for the most part, it has been more beneficial than anything similar to a working relationship. Sometimes you're not always going to see eye to eye with your boss and you're going to work through things. And so, um, yeah, it's finding that balance. We have our time where he has his alone time and I have my alone time because we see each other every day, because we homeschool our son and because we're constantly all up in each other's business. We, after 19 years of ups and downs, you know, like we have learned to respect each other's time, but I'm so happy that he's supporting me because the one thing is the difference, if you have the ability, the difference between him and employee. I just know that he's going to go to bat for me a hundred percent. I'm not saying an employee wouldn't, but I feel like I know he's not going to leave me high and dry. And um, with candle making, because a lot of stuff is so proprietary from your formulas to your mixing, it's a craft. I had taught, I think a total of three people prior to him that were helping me seasonally. And I kept losing people, you know, because they wanted full-time jobs and things like that. And Mm. so it was really hard for me to keep giving out my proprietary stuff and teaching somebody a craft. It's a craft, you know? And so with him, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. the goal is one day that we have more employees and then he would teach those people. But that's, what's also great that let's just say we get another employee later this year. I now don't have to take the time training that person. He can't. Another person is equally Mm. equipped to come in and share my craft. And so with him, there is, um, 
there's stability for me. And that's, it's the peace of mind. And it's knowing that he supports me because it also affects his pockets and his family. And he's going to make sure that we don't fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they say it's like, Nobody's going to care about your business as much as you. Sure. No employee is going to care as much as you do. The next best thing is going to be someone who is, if oh. you're married, very much tied he to the success of that business. He has everything riding on this <laughs> just as much as I do. Like, this is how we eat. And we have those conversations. Like, if we're a team and we're working for the bigger picture, we're working together for this bigger picture. And so he gets that. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful. Shout out to Francisco. Um, he doesn't like being on camera a lot. He, he's okay with his hands and stuff being on camera. Oh, poor stuff. But he doesn't, I love that he just doesn't want to take away from my shine. And that's beautiful. So that's crazy. What's his uh, he, zodiac sign? I'm curious. <laughs> I'm surrounded with Virgos in my life. <laughs> like, uh, he's a Virgo. That's funny. <laughs> does that make sense? Does that make sense? Nice. But that's good, actually. No, it does. Actually, I love I love a Gemini Virgo uh, relationship. You guys are both ruled by the planet Mercury, so communication is good. Um, but then they're probably they're a little bit Virgos are a more focused Gemini. So I feel like maybe as you said, like logistics mm-hmm. production, like he's got his systems and instructions don't mess with his I systems can't. and instructions but it's like the other day i went in there i was like let's not forget who started this business i mean i mean sometimes sarcastic because he looks at me he's like what are you doing i'm pouring a candle what do you think i'm doing like yeah it's for your self-care <laughs> that's awesome you know to have that help to have that teammate and hopefully grow the that's team the even more so i mean who knows what else you can do or you can just have some more time off and some I more mean, self-care success, success for looks different for everybody you know and people i feel like that's the number one question like don't you want this don't you want that don't you want the big warehouse i don't really know i'm just enjoying the process i mean i think that mm-hmm. sometimes when we get too many steps ahead It's like we overwhelm ourselves and we can't focus at the hand. And I want to focus this year. I want to be present. I want to be at the Mm -hmm. hand. hand. And right now, if you were to ask me what a success look like, success for me looks like I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to live comfortably. I'm able to maybe take some time off to be with my family, to take a vacation or two this year um, and do the things that I love. Chase more of what I want. You know, I want to, um, I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. That's what I tell people. I want to work to live more. And so that's, that's success right now for me. All those other things. I think that when you're doing something mm-hmm. you love and you're highly passionate about, the rest will fall into place. And so if I'm meant to have this big warehouse and employees and all that, I'll get there. But if I don't, I'm also okay with being successful in my own right mind, like having a a quality business that reaches people, loyal customers, um, and just being able to produce consistency, you know, and two, two years later, I'm still able to produce a quality product and bring quality products to the market, you know? And so that's what I'm happy about. That's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, success is happiness and whatever that happiness is, is different to everybody. But I feel like I'm very much in line with you. And I mean, so far, so good with this business going on two years. So with that, if you can share, like what goals do you yeah. have for? So I'm going to put it out into the universe because, you know, I'm big on that stuff and manifesting. The one goal that I have had for a very long time is I... I'm so grateful to be in Macy's, but I would love to be in Target. I'm put that out there. I applied to the, you know, as many of us probably did to the accelerator program. And um, 
Mm. People always say, why Target, Michelle? What does it mean to you? And I think for me, it just means that all the sacrifice that my mother made coming to this country, you know, I lost my mother at a very young age, but I think all the sacrifices, the hard work she instilled on me, I just feel like I would have arrived. And I know that it doesn't mean that I haven't, I'm not taking away from my success. So I want to word this properly, but it would just mean something that I, it's just that next step, that goal. And if it doesn't happen, I just want everybody listening to know it's okay. I'm going to be okay, (laughs) you know, but that is something that I really want. And I see, and the reason why is because everybody goes to target. And I think that a product like mine in a place like that, reaching even that type of mass market is something that's absolutely necessary to this date in target. I don't see that, you know, and I enjoy going to target and Mm -hmm. a lot of our chismosas and comadres enjoy going to Target. And so who doesn't like going to Target? You know, I, I don't personally know anybody that doesn't go. If anything, I have those friends that are like, I'm going to tell myself not to go to Target this month. Because you know how you can't go in and just buy one thing. And so um, mm-hmm. the fact that I look at the shelves right now, candle shelf, I always walk in the aisle and don't see enough of myself yet there. That's the drive to make mm-hmm. that happen. That's That's the drive. You know, how do... Even if it's not me, if it's somebody in our community, how do we get there? Like, I really want that for one of us so bad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'd want it to be me. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. But if it happens for one of us, I'm <laughs> still going to be happy, you know? And so um, that is that is a goal. Um, this year, we are doing a currently, we're doing a brand refresh and um, we have some really exciting new products that we're coming out with that we've been formulating that I feel are going to take our brand to the next step. Um, we have, you know, some other exciting partnerships and things in the works that I think are going to change the perception in our community and 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 the story that is behind it. That's all I can say is like, and and it's like I'm teasing, but I I can't share it yet. Um, but <laughs> I know that's hard for a Gemini not to be a cheese. But when you I the feel like some of the direction oh I'm taking like, this year <laughs> is really to show our community what is possible. And I continue saying our comunidad because our comunidad needs to see what is possible when you really put your mind to it and just go for it. You know, you're, are you going to fail a few times? You mm. probably will. That's the reality, but, um, nothing worth wanting comes easy. And so I'm really excited just for mm-hmm. this year. I don't want to, I don't want to look too far out into the future. Um, I'm inspired by so many other Latina businesses that I look up to. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just really cannot wait to continue this journey and sharing, um, my story with everybody. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. And the year just like started and we've got some things lined up. So excited for you. <laughs> that's, excited now see, that's we have the thing, to that's follow the everybody. Like, we'll now have you, you, you. Now you guys mm, do that good gotta, marketing. Gotta <laughs> stay tuned, right? No, but I mean, I just appreciate, you know, if it resonates with you, I tell people follow along. You don't 
supporting me doesn't mean you always have to buy a candle. Supporting means rocking, sharing, liking my comment, engaging with me on social media. Uh, y'all don't know how that means so much to me. So that that's a form of support, you know? And so, yeah, just, you know, if I inspire mm-hmm. you, if it motivates you, if my quotes or anything that I say resonates with you, you know, follow along in this journey because there's so much more. So much more. Oof, yes, yes. I love that. We will follow. Everybody will follow. I will have you drop all the info after. But before we end this, just wanted to Let's do go. a quick lightning round questions. So <laughs> first thing that comes to mind, if you want to expand a little bit, you totally go for it. If not, I usually do for you anyway. Um, but first question, what is your favorite me time activity? Listening to music. I listen to music. I listen to music mm. all the time. What type of music? Just sitting there being just with your thoughts, lighting a candle and listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucks with it. Excuse my language. I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, um, I love R&B. Uh, actually, I have a myriad of music, but I love R&B. Mm. I love a lot of old Old Senora era. That goes with candles. So Rocio Lucar is my jam. Okay. Like, um, Ah. and then when I need to be like a little bit, mm -mm -mm, I put on some like salsa merengue, some bad bunny. Um, But I just love music Mm -hmm. in general. Music plays a very big factor in my life. I just love music. Mm -hmm. So that, that is definitely something that I just enjoy doing. Listening to music. Yeah. Tune out. I love it. I love it. Okay, next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I've gotten some really great gems in my life, but one that stinks out the sticks out the most is surround yourself around the people that are going to mourn you once you're gone. And when you realize what that means, it's very impactful. And it means make sure that the people that are around you and in your inner circle, that's what I'm talking about, surround you are the same ones, that energy that they're going to give you now, they're going to give you that same energy after death. So many times when we move on, people come out the woodwork and they're all sad and all that. No, you want the most realest people surrounding you right now that the same energy and presence they're going to give you alive, you know, when you're gone. So that was the, that was, um, mm-hmm. a very, like, I didn't get it at first when somebody said like, surround yourself around those that are going to mourn you at your funeral. I love that. Next question. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? Take your time. It does not need to be rushed. Mm. Take your time, create a budget, stick to your budget, do things within your capacity and within your means and ask yourself, what do you want to gain from this? Those are, those are doing all of those things. I feel will help you achieve success in a more organic way. Things do not happen overnight. This does not happen. Nobody is an overnight success. That word, I even hate it. This all takes time, patience, mm-hmm. and willingness. Mm-hmm. I love that. Next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? That has helped me over the last few months, I will say. Not initially, because I didn't know about it, but was the We All Grow community has been very great. So it's a platform. Um, for Latinas, if people aren't familiar with We All Grow. And you can join a lot of groups. You can find podcasts mm. through there. Um, so I will say that early on, um, you know, podcast, listening to things like this, I put it on while I'm working, has just really helped me watching a lot of YouTube videos um, from other people doing maybe what I do. So if you're a service or product based, um, don't be afraid to put those things on, listen to them in the background. But all of those things continue 
actually to help me in my journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The art of multitasking. Yeah. Um, the power of a podcast, the power of a, a, a YouTuber, just hearing them. Again, um, if you need to be motivated today, if you need something expiring, if you need to know about work-life balance or being a mom, anything that it is, it's out there, you guys. It's out there on a podcast or somebody's YouTube channel. You can find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. podcasts. I love the YouTubes. I love it. Okay. Last question. Where can listeners connect with you? So, Drop um, all the handles. Michi. We Go. are on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, but more present on Instagram. We're going to figure out the TikTok thing soon. And then we are obviously on Etsy. Um, if you actually type in casitamichi.com, you'll get to our link pop where we share, you know, any other uh, podcasts or videos that we've been on and articles about us. So, um, and stay tuned. The website is coming. It's rolling out soon. We're really excited. But for now, um, we are having, they're almost gone, but we are having a sale right now because we're clearing out our old inventory to make room for a new one. So if you want a beautiful candle at a discounted rate. We got a few left, not a lot, but we got a few more left in our Etsy shop for anybody that wants to support. Nice, nice. I will make sure to link that uh, wherever yes. you're going to see this to listen to this <laughs> podcast so everybody can follow. Check it out because we have to keep yes, up what's to come definitely. this year. I'm dropping little nuggets, little gems <laughs> here and there on Instagram about some of the new products, but I just want to say thank you to you. Just, you know, I... I love what content creators like you do because I think you're you're giving us a space to really share within our community. You know, I subscribe to a lot of these podcasts and I listen to them and they help people like me. So if I can help somebody else along their journey, whether um, they're just starting out or halfway through it, you know, it's just a great platform. So thank you. Yes, of course. And thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast. This is one that I hope people have gone all the way through because it's filled with gems and inspiration, motivation. So I'm so glad to have had you here. And I feel like in a couple of years, we're going to have to do an updated episode. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Manifesting now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you for joining us on the Work Miha podcast. And for everyone listening, make sure you follow Casita Michi. Make sure you follow at Work Miha and keep up with some of your favorite Latina-owned brands. Until next time, everybody, we will see you. Bye. Visit workmija.com, that's W-E-R-K mija.com to pick up your new favorite chingona fuel cafecito mug or our bet on yourself mija and no pares mija apparel for yourself and your comadres chingonas. Don't forget to follow Work Mija on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for fun Latinx inspired content. Make sure to tune in to the Work Mija podcast and listen to more inspiring mujeres.